Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast. I am your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger, here to help you whip your business into shape. And today, I am so super excited because this podcast is now international. So I have with me Mel Ashton, and Mel Ashton is out of Sydney, Australia. Hi, Mel. Hey, Jenny. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm glad to be here. Oh, I know. I'm so glad to have you here. And what's so funny for those of you who are listening, um, so we're recording this. For me, it's Monday night, and for her, it's Tuesday afternoon. We're recording this on two different days. How weird is that, y'all? It's the coolest thing. So really quickly, introduction uh, to Mel, so you guys have an idea of who she is. Uh, Mel has been with Rodan and Fields in Australia for two years now. She recently got the title of Level 5. woo She's getting up in the world. <laughs> and Mel is awesome. She, uh, I had a one-to-one with her because I met her through BNI International. And we had a great conversation. But what I think is going to connect you to her, everybody, is she's happily married. She's mom <laughs> to two teenage boys. Of course, here in the U.S., we say mom. You guys say mom. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a mob. We call it, yeah, mob. Yeah, mother mob. boys. Yeah. Mother Mom. of boys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. And she spent she uh, spent most of her previous working career in FMCG. What's that? So I think that's the equivalent. Is it CG something? So it's food grocery background. Okay. So Sorry. retail wholesalers dealing with the likes of. Um, what do you have over there? Walmart, you know. Okay. Uh, Some grocery JC stores. Penny's groceries. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gotcha. working on the manufacturing side for them. Yeah. Okay. She was on the manufacturing side in account management, and then she switched over. And we're going to hear about that story in just a little bit. <laughs> but here's the fun thing. She, I, I love the way she put this. Y'all are going to love this. I love hot yoga, the beach, and champagne, but never at the same time. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So welcome to the show, Mel. <laughs> Thank you so much. This is so much fun. Oh, I love the, uh, the power of B&I. Hey? Isn't it's fantastic? great, right? Well, and here's the thing. When you're using networking to build your business and then you have the opportunity to go international, it's, <laughs> you know, it just makes everybody think your business is so like killing it. And really, frankly, it is when you're in BNI. So, so Mel, tell us the story about how you went from account management for grocery stores and department stores to Rodan and Fields. What, where's that transition happen? Yeah. Well, you know how sometimes you're just plodding along, you're not looking for anything and then suddenly boom. So I was working um, full-time 
two teenage boys, um, you know, doing the hustle. My husband, we would say, you know, we'd be high-fiving if we got a fresh meal on the table most nights. <laughs> it was pretty hectic. And um, it was actually his fault how I got into Rodan and Fields. A colleague of his um, gave him a sample and said, can you please give that, pass it on to your wife, um, skincare sample. And anyway, of course he passed that on and I didn't use it straight away. And uh, it's like, can you please try that sample? And look, I'd always like skincare. I would that I was a huge, um, you know, I wasn't a diehard, but, you know, I'd like products. And anyway, I tried the product. I was like, okay, it's pretty good. And a couple of days later, this lady um, called me, who, so I didn't know her at all. Her name's Tammy, my upline now, and um, she lived in Queensland. And she said, yeah, look, this company, have you heard of them, Rodan and Fields? And I said, of course, no, even though it is the number one skincare brand in America. uh, No, down under, hadn't heard anything about them. And she said, Google them or ask Siri. And if you ask Siri, what's the number one skincare brand in the US, Rodan and Fields comes up. So, uh, yeah, isn't that cool? So I did that. and, And for me... It was the 60-day money-back guarantee. So for me, with my background being in FMCG or the equivalent in America, if you have a product that has a 60-day money-back guarantee, it has to be good. There's no way, and adding it all together, number one skincare brand in the States, 60-day money-back guarantee, these products have got to be great. So we launched in Australia in September and I decided to buy a kit and I just thought, worst-case scenario, I'm going to get some cheap skincare, great stuff. Or I might do this as a business, and I loved it. Oh, that's going. Awesome. And so, how long were you with the business then before you decided to leave your full time job? It was a year. Yeah, it was a year. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, was there anything specific that (laughs) precipitated that, or did you just decide, you know what, I want to go full force with this? Yeah, I did. I just decided I really wanted to build and I wasn't that happy in my job anymore. Look, you know, aging, we're Australian, we spent a lot of time in the sun. I'd hit my halfway to 90 and I just thought, you know what, it's just time for a change. I'm just going to see see where it takes me. And and that's when I went down the BNI path as well. So it's kind nice. of change. Yeah. 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 I found that same thing when, when I was with my direct sales company, I, I started my company interest or I started my business, interestingly enough, in September, uh, <laughs> a few years, be- you know, before, but joined BNI in the following February. So just a few months later, cause I all of a sudden was like, mm, what am I going to do now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, Need some new people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, exactly. So as you've been going along, you've been in the business for two years now, you've been, yeah doing it independently, just doing Rodan and Fields for a year. What would you say your your biggest success in Rodan and Fields has been? Well, it's been a couple. Okay. <laughs> Can't really hide. No, but I tell you what, I um I really went for a goal um for milestone five, um, which is utilizing our lead the way program. I'm a bit of a goal setter. I'm probably a little bit competitive. It's good to go for something. And I was like, right, if I wanted to go to the conference in America, it's a long way for us. I'm only going if if I win it and I get the milestone five. So that was my goal. And that was a accumulation of, um, you know, I have a lot of, I have a really large um, preferred customer base, which I love my customers, which is great. So they helped me get there um, and, and consultants as well. So I was really happy about that. But then last month I hit level five. So that was pretty exciting too. And 
it is. I mean, I look, I got excited because that means people, you're helping people to achieve their goals as well. And that's one of the great things that I love about this business is that you get to help people. And not only people in your team, but I tell you what, the, the community, the the side sisters that I love in Red Adam Fields, it's just been fantastic. It's really, really cool. We all yeah. work together. It's not, I mean, it's just not that competitive in a way that you would imagine. It's right. Everyone, everyone is just so happy for you, wants you to do well in any way that you can help each other out. It's just, it's really cool. Really cool. I think one of the <laughs> hidden... I think one of the, I think you're absolutely right. One of the hidden benefits of being in direct sales is that, is that sisterhood that comes about because yeah, a lot of people do expect us to be catty and well, that's my customer and that's blah, blah, blah. And that has definitely not been my experience. Even as a, even as a coach working with people in a myriad of companies, I haven't seen that to be the case. When women come together for the purpose of growth and helping each other out, they all find that that growth, that, you know, a rising tide rises all ships, right? <laughs> yeah. And so that that sisterhood is one of the hidden benefits of being it. a part in of direct sales, right? Because you you meet people you never would have met otherwise, and they really become your best friends, your, your, your sisters in business. Yeah. Oh, it's been fantastic. So Tammy, who I didn't know, uh, my upline, you know, two years ago, we all went to Canada (laughs) last year together. It was, yeah, it's been great. I, yeah, it's been a blessing for me. That's awesome. It sounds, it sounds wanky. I know when you people say that, but it's, it has been great. It's been absolutely great. And what I thought was so cool was after we had, or while we were having our one-to-one, you and I realized we were both in Nashville at the Rodan and Fields conference at the same time together. We were in the same city and we didn't, we hadn't met yet. <laughs> I was like, how cool is that? That, you know, here we were, because I just went with one of my other clients to, to get to go see what this excitement was about and to learn more about the company to, to really help my, help her and, and some of my other clients here with Rodan and Fields be able to grow. And here we were, you and I were, we were probably in the same building at, at we multiple times the during building. the, for the few days. It, it's crazy. It so, was such a blast. So those are two great achievements because in many other companies, for people who don't know, um, in Rodan and Fields, level five is like one of the top levels you can achieve. And they have like additional little additions. So there's level five circle and, mm-hmm. um, you know, RFX achiever, which are, are above that, but past that level five is pretty much, that's like practically the pinnacle. Been gunning for it since day dot. And it was actually, oh, look, it's funny. Sort of like, oh yeah, that I'm going to get to level five. That'll be, that'll be, you know, it shouldn't be too hard. Oh my gosh, it's not too hard, but it's not as easy as you kind of think. <laughs> you have to have a lot of ducks in a row um, to line up for, for it to happen. Absolutely. Well, congratulations. That's so awesome. And would you would you attribute your networking to helping you get there, either through BNI or just the the networking with the people who you're in a chapter with? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, networking, I didn't really know what networking was <laughs> prior, probably prior to this. You, you would do it a little bit in previous jobs, but nowhere to the extent. I absolutely love it though. I mean, I think with networking, if you go in with the intention of trying to help somebody, 
which is essentially what you're doing to introduce someone to somebody else. And mm-hmm. if you go on with that intent, I think it, you have a great time. And you've got to be interested in people as well and what they've got to say and what they want to do. So um, my networking skills have definitely got a lot better because I like to have a bit of a chat. So <laughs> I, yeah, you know, got to listen as well. So I <laughs> doing, yeah, so it's been great. So definitely B&I, you know, we have, um, for those of you who don't know B&I, there's a great little education segment um, mm-hmm. at the beginning of each meeting and um, there's some, some great tips and tricks in, in that on how to uh, be a better networker. So, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely helped. Definitely I, I find that um, direct salespeople are really the golden geese in directs in BNI for people. And what's really interesting is a lot of times I'll see people, you know, coming into a chapter who are with direct sales and I'll hear some other people kind of grumbling because, you know, there's this somewhat negative perception mm-hmm. of direct yep. salespeople. And once I go up and, and have the conversation with them, I'm like, do you realize that these people are so good at sales that they not only sell their product, they get other people to join their team. Don't you think that maybe just maybe that might be an, an advocate that you want on your side for your business? And they immediately go, oh my God, you're right. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, these people sell, you know, because people in direct sales, we sell all kinds of stuff, but we also sell a business opportunity. We, we are able to encourage people to join a business with us because of the experience we're having having don't you think that in networking that maybe just maybe the direct salesperson in your chapter could become your golden goose because we spend a lot of time talking to a lot of people lot of getting people. to know who they are and when we ask them all kinds of questions and when we know the right questions to ask about you know the plumber in your chapter or the financial advisor in your chapter or the banker or the real estate agent whoever it is we end up giving a huge number of referrals, which is just super cool, right? I mean, would yeah, you say absolutely. that you yes. have found that you're a great referral giver for your your partners in yes. B&I? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I love giving referrals too. So I, I love to help people. And that's one of the reasons why I also, when I was initially thinking about Red Ann and Fields and, um, and Tammy said to me, you know, do you recommend people to hairdressers? Do you recommend, you know, a shade of lipstick? I was like, well, yeah, I, I do. And that's kind of all you're doing. And I actually did used to recommend skincare that I liked. And she said, well, why don't you get some thank you money for that? And I thought, well, hang on, this is making a little bit more sense. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's just a little extension of that. That's all it is. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's super cool. Now, two years in business it's not all been, you know, rainbows and unicorns, right? <laughs> we all, we no. all know. That no. No business. No. Yeah. No business comes what? with a smooth road, smooth ride. So what have some of the bumps that you've encountered, or even if not more than a bump, maybe an obstacle, what are some of the things you, you've dealt with in your business in two years? Where do we start? No. <laughs> Right. So, yeah, I know. Do you know what? I think for me and probably a lot of my five-month sisters as well, it was the icky, icky network marketing. And I must admit, one of the first times I heard, I was like, oh, isn't that a pyramid scheme? Oh, my God. I don't want to be. And it's just because you haven't got time to really delve into the real reason. You just, that's the first thing that comes into your head. Is that a pyramid scheme? So, 
there's a lot of negativity around network marketing that you have to help with and sort of educate with. So there's, and with then with that, there's a lot of belief because if you get squashed a few times and then your belief kind of falls apart and then you've got to climb back up again. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, definitely that's been, that's been a real issue. I was been lucky that I've had a good customer base. So that certainly helped me through. Yeah. And that is something that I would, always recommend for people is when you're starting out to not just recruit but if you can get a bit of a customer base just to help you through some of those leaner months when you're first starting out maybe not down the track but in the beginning it's nice to have a healthy balance because you'll feel better about yourself and where you're potentially going might just help a little bit so yeah I think belief was probably a really big one and just the whole Really, am I one of those icky people? I don't want to be one of those icky people. But you know what? I'm actually not, and I'm okay with that now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, how? What did you do to overcome that that fear of being seen as that person? I was just shutting down the little chit chatter in my head. <laughs> yeah, I've done a few. Um, I I did a little course in self sabotage. And I've just been doing a lot of, re- you know, reading or just education um, on personal development and it's shutting down that voice, which I think a lot of us have. And even people would meet me and think, oh, my God, you're so loud and crazy. I'm, I'm not actually. <laughs> but I can seem loud. And, I'm actually I'm quite, you know, quite chilled. But you still always got that chitter-chatter in, in the back of your head. So it's just mm-hmm. trying to quieten that down. You know, it doesn't belong there. There's no, it doesn't serve a purpose. Just getting yeah. some of those daily habits, do a little bit of meditation in the morning. Great way to start the day. A little bit of journaling at night. Just let that stuff go. That's awesome. In making those changes towards believing in yourself, doing a lot of personal development, which I do have to say between BNI and direct sales, there has been a lot of personal development for me as well. Just because what it what it does is if you try and stay who you were when you started the business, it's not going to work. It's just not going to work, right? So, and you already kind of began to address, you know, the secret to success in in business. So you're doing some personal development. You're you're challenging that negative self talk in your mm-hmm. head, and you also talked a little bit about the balance between a healthy customer base and working on your recruiting and sponsoring. Mm-hmm. What did you do specifically to encourage your your customer base? How did you get out there and meet people and and the sponsoring? How did you kind of begin that balance for yourself? Yeah, great, great question. So initially with customer base, I would events and I'm, and I'm sort of like to have events. So I'd always be inviting people to events and I would have minimum of one a month, minimum, um, in the beginning, definitely. And you because you always want to have something to invite someone to if you've got an event I mean you're hoping they're going to come on as a business partner you always leave it the business right and so that's that's your first port of call and then if you can't get them on board with the business they can become a preferred customer and hey down the track when they love the products maybe they'll come on board then as a business partner it might just not be their right time that's okay I really do part of my personal development was the no is it's just a not right now definitely that's that has helped me a lot. <laughs> Some of the stats for Rodan and Fields is that, you know, a majority of customers will eventually um, become consultants as well. Mm-hmm. So I have got a few on board that way as well who've been customers and are now consultants. And they've just, you know, 
done that for the discount and then it's just about trying to sort of what's in it for them so maybe if they've got a few friends and they might want to get their skincare for free because everyone's got different goals and they might have a different goal to myself but it, it might be you know they just want to get their skincare for free and if that's all they want then let's see how we can do that absolutely so i think it's about finding what their needs are and what what they want there and if they go. don't want to do the business that's fine yeah, it can um, be a customer. It's great. Uh, yeah. Oh, right. Oh, darn. I'll go ahead and take your money. Okay. <laughs> you can make money or I'll take your money. Those are your choices. That's cool. <laughs> I know that sounds kind of crass to put it that way, but really, yeah. you know, when you're having that conversation and I, a hundred percent agree with you in that when you're having that conversation, as long as you're really listening to what it is that they want out of life and who they are and how they, you know, what their goals are, the business may not be a good fit for them because not everybody wants to be a skincare consultant. Everyone may want to have great skin, but they may not have an interest in or a passion for great skincare and helping women in that way because their passion lies elsewhere. And that's okay because that means they still get to be a great customer. But when you're having that conversation and allowing them to do make the decision and be educated about it, that's really the key to great sponsorship is being able to have that dialogue. And most people, I'd say a vast majority of direct sales people, I know here in the US at any given time, about 20 million Americans are in some version of direct sales or network marketing any given time. And what's interesting is there's a really small portion of that who's actually doing all of that recruiting for the 20 million. It's wow. it's amazingly small. So because it's close to the population of our country, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> now we have to, keep in mind we have 300 we have 395 million ish 400 million ish in the US right so you know that's a really small population percentage of the population here only about 5 to 10% of all of the people in direct sales are doing a majority of that recruiting because there's a whole lot of people who are very scared to have that conversation because they, number one, they don't know how to bring it up. So for you, how did you get over that hump uh, of that initial conversation? Or did you just have a really great leader who helped you understand that conversation from the get-go? Well, so Tammy always said, and and um, Tammy's upline as well, Linda you know, it was always about leading with the business. So I say lead with the business. And from up there, like we're from a great team, Team Give, the wonderful Jamie Peterson. And they've always said, you know, if you lead with the business, you can then fall back to the products. Mm-hmm. And then the, the the last step, of course, is if the products aren't for them, that's fine, but maybe there's a referral and possibly they might know someone who might be interested. So you've always got that way to fall back. Whereas if you start with the products, it's harder then to work up to the business or the other way back. Absolutely. So just, I would always start with the business. Mm-hmm. And look, initially, there was quite a few I'd love to do a remake over. You know, when you first start chatting and sort of verbal diarrheaing all over people, um, oh, so yeah. excited. <laughs> but that's okay. And I still have a big belief that you can't say the wrong thing to the right person. So eventually, eventually, it will work out as it's meant to. Absolutely. And 
it, it's so funny because I literally have this conversation with my coaching clients practically on the weekly, which is why they should be leading with the business. Because the the people who I'm working with, for the most part, are doing great in sales. Their their number one concern is how do I recruit? How do I build a team? How do I? How do I? And so I'm able to work with them through that process of teaching them how to start the converse, like starting with the mindset first. Yeah. And then going into how to have the conversation, how to start the conversation, and then how to transition once they hear no, you know, or because 90, only about 5% of people are going to be risk takers and be willing to, to jump on board. Mm. Right. Would you, and would you say out of all the conversations you have, it's, it's less than 10% of people who say yes. Absolutely. Right? It's, it's, you rarely find someone who's going to be like, yeah, yippee, jump in. Thank you very much. No. And where I'm still developing a skill, which I think this is what I love about this business. I've learned so much already and there's still so much to learn. I think even the top leaders will tell you that there is, you know, they're still, they're still learning. It's, it's it's an ongoing process. It's a wonderful one though. Um, oh, for sure. But it's it's just about trying to dig in to get people's why and um and, and that's a skill as well in terms of you need to find out what their why is. Mm-hmm. And sometimes for some people it can change. Um and you know, and it can change as you go along, but you just gotta try and peel back that layers and that's when you've got to develop a relationship with people. To do that after the first conversation, I I think is it's you know, it's a bit of a big ask. It sort of takes a little bit of time to develop mm-hmm. trust. Oh, yeah. yeah. And what's interesting, and, and now that you've been in the business for about two years, I'm willing to bet this is starting yeah. to happen to you. But what started happening to me when I was about 18 months into my business, I had one or two people come out of the woodwork and say, okay, I've been watching you do this for a while now. If you've been good at it for this long, it must be worth doing. So I want to join your team. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that to happen. Hasn't happened yet, but it's going to happen now. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. We've put it out in the universe, so it's going to happen. Because what's it, what's really interesting is these were not people I were per, I was pursuing. They were friends on Facebook. One of them was a friend from high school who was just watching me. She wasn't liking any of my posts because she was afraid <laughs> I'd reach out to her. But she wanted to, you know what I mean, right? Because yeah, she had, she was scared that I was going to ask her, and she wasn't going to be able to tell me no. But she reached out to me eventually, and and when you are in the business long enough, it tells people that there's a chance that maybe this isn't bullshit. Maybe yeah. it's a real thing, you know. And so I think what's great is people go, oh, so okay, I don't know about other companies, but at least yours seems safe because you are doing well at it, right? Which is really interesting because a vast majority of direct sales companies are amazing opportunities for people to get the opportunity to have a side stream of income or make it their full-time stream of income, just like you've done. I couldn't agree more, but I can tell you now, if you said to me five years ago, this is what you'll be doing. I would have said, absolutely. I'm calling bullshit on that. No way on your life. Absolutely not. Not, not happening. So, Isn't yeah. it funny how these, <laughs> these turns of life happen? It's, it's so fun. Well, Mel, I want to thank you so much for this great conversation. I, uh, I have been having so much fun. We are going to have to stay in touch. I cannot wait to see where you go with your business. I can't wait to celebrate with you when you're an RFX achiever because you're going to get Woo-hoo! there. Trust <laughs> me. Slow and steady wins the race. Keep going. 
it's okay to be a tortoise. You don't have to be the hare. All right. <laughs> it's my experience that sometimes those hairs, they run out of steam. Just saying. So <laughs> it sounds like you're going to be somebody who's it's keeping marathon. it going. Nice, great, organic growth. And thank you for being such a great guest. It's been so fun having you here. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Jenny. I tell you what, this is awesome. It's my first, uh, my first ever podcast. And um, I love that we're international. So we're going to stay in touch. We're going to be friends on Facebook. So. Oh, for so I have, sure. I, I'm looking outside and I can tell you what, there's a lot of smoke around. There's lots of bushfires in Sydney at the moment. And it is absolutely incredible. So you don't want to be coming down right now, but no. maybe in a few more months. Oh, trust me. I can't wait. I've got a, a friend of mine who I used to work with back in the day who lives down in Australia and she keeps, she keeps messaging me every once in a while, like, Oh, are you going to come? I would love to. <laughs> so now I have two reasons. You to spent, come. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, well, thank you again, Mel, so much for this. I can't wait to see what you do. So everybody, thanks again for tuning into this episode, this international episode of Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast. And because Mel has been a wonderful guest, she's going to be joining our Badass Direct Sales Mastery community on Facebook. So if you have any questions for her, you can reach out to her through Facebook by joining our Badass Direct Sales Mastery community. And if you haven't done so yet, why not? It's great access to amazing leaders like Mel, to a direct sales expert like me, who's going to help you whip your business into shape. And let me tell you guys, if you're listening to this and you're ready to start the new year right, this is going to be a great way to help you do it. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Badass Direct Sales Mastery and stay tuned for the next kick-ass episode. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to BadassDirectSalesMastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.